0: World War I had been raging for months and it was beginning to look that the, like the, the war that was meant to be over by Christmas was just going to go on and never end and yet on Christmas Eve in, in a brief moment of silence uh, among the gunshots that were ringing out British soldiers heard someone singing from enemy lines the words were unfamiliar but the tune was one that they recognised silent night, holy night and so they sang back And before they knew it both sides had crept forward towards one another into no man's land and they ended up exchanging gifts and stories. It was an incredibly unlikely ceasefire. Until then the only things crossing no man's land were bullets and artillery shells but a song was able to bridge the dividing line and bring those two opposing sides together in peace. Sadly The peace was very short-lived. The two uh, regiments were were both moved on by their respective generals, and hostilities set in once more as that gruelling war of attrition carried on. But I want really just to speak about a carol which signaled the greatest ceasefire of all time, and one which is still in effect. And this is basically the first ever recorded Christmas carol. We find it in the Bible. In fact, you've already heard it read out to you from the gospel according to Luke chapter 2. And you might remember, as you've seen, some angels or an angel appeared to some shepherds on the hillside to tell them that Jesus was born. And then we read this. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And in a sense, the whole Christmas message is summed up in those few words. The key word in that first ever Christmas carol is peace. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. That's real peace. Peace, not just the absence of conflict on the surface, but a deep, lasting, joyful, contented peace, the type of peace when you know that everything is as it should be. Now, you might not think that we need peace that much. After all, our country is not currently at war. Or maybe uh, you're anticipating all the family coming around in the next week or two and you're thinking that peace is absolutely what you need more than anything. But actually, there are three types of peace which we need. There is peace with one another, peace within ourselves so that our hearts are at rest. And thirdly, and far more importantly, we need peace with God. In fact, if we cannot find peace with God, then we will never find uh, lastingly either of the other two types of peace. They all go together but then you might ask, well, why do we need peace with God? It's because God is holy and we are not. And so by nature, we all want to turn away from God and go our own way. We don't want to try and live in a life in a way that pleases him. We want to live life our own way. And that's what the Bible calls sin. And the sad truth is that sinful people cannot live peacefully with God. Now perhaps, uh, I don't know whether you've got any particular Christmas traditions and sort of playlists on the TV, but if you're going to be sitting down together and watching uh, either The Snowman or Frozen, both absolutely cracking films, if you watch either of those, you will see something of a, of a demonstration of this sort of thing. So if you think what happens when The Snowman or Olaf from Frozen goes too near to the fireplace, well, they start to melt, don't they? They are made of ice, and the fire is, well, fire, and the two can't exist together. And in the same sort of way, sinful men and women, sinful boys and girls, cannot go near to a holy God. It's like there's a, a state of war between us, like this unbridgeable gap of no man's land. We sin against him, and then his rightful judgment is against us. That's why we all need Peace. But the good news of this first Christmas, this one that we've been remembering and are going to go on uh, remembering all of our days, is that God has done something about it. He sent His own dearly beloved Son, Jesus, into this world to bring peace. And in fact, this is what the angel had said to the shepherds before that great chorus of singing Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. You can't get more categoric than that. Good news of great joy for who? All people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, here comes our Christmas carol again, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. So if we all need peace, and this is a A good news message of peace for all who God is pleased with, that just leaves the question, well, who is God pleased with? Because they're the ones who receive peace. Who is God pleased with? Is that everyone who is really good and never does anything wrong? No, this is the exact opposite of the way Santa draws up his list. There is peace even if you have been naughty, even if you have done something wrong. In fact, it's only people who think that they're perfect that don't receive this peace. I find this incredibly uh, reassuring when I look at my own life and how much I've messed up and done things which are not pleasing in God's sight. The question is not, are you good enough? The question is really, are you bad enough? Do you know that you need peace with God, which only Jesus Christ can bring? If so, then God calls on you to receive the good news of Jesus, to believe in his name, and to realize that this good news of peace is for you. So whether it's this night or another night, can I urge you to, to consider the truths that we find in God's word, the Bible, that tell us of what we're really like and why we need this peace so badly and and Consider the one who came to save us, Jesus, the Son of God, who was born as a baby, living in in poverty and obscurity and weakness, who, though he was rich, became poor for our sake so that we could become the righteousness of God. In a moment, we're going to uh, join uh, in singing again. I'm going to simply uh, pray uh, briefly on our behalf and perhaps you might want to echo something of this prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending Jesus and for giving us your word that you have clearly spoken in the Bible that shows that we are not all right with you that nothing that I can do will make me right with you. It is only what Christ has done. We thank you for sending Jesus and we pray that you would forgive us for turning away from you and that you would lead us to turn back to him. For your glory and his sake we pray. Amen. Mm. So join me.